Hey there, you know it's a great day today. You know why I know? One, you decided to listen to a podcast. Two, the podcast you chose is Miss Peace Speaks Podcast. Hi there, this is Tommy and welcome to Miss Peace Speaks Podcast. Okay, so I took a break because I was losing my mind, honestly, and I just needed some time away from everything. So I took a break, I went off social media, I went off everything I went off for like two days because I could not stay away but you know it was a time that I needed to be away from the chaos and I got back and my brother gave me a call everybody knows my brother is like the occasional co-host of Miss Peace Speaks podcast he has been on the show about four times you can listen to past episodes with him and he just called me and was like what's up let's vibe and boom vibing became an episode so you guys sit back, relax, grab a drink, and listen to us just chat about social media and its transition through the years. Enjoy. Hiya. How are you doing? I'm good, and you? I'm okay. Chilling, chilling. How's, how's your week been? Ah, so so. <laughs> yeah. So you took a break for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a That's good topic. True. Yeah, it's not so true. And it seems like a good topic to talk about like social media and then more recently the evolution of social media in COVID times and post COVID. Because mm-hmm. it just seems like it's just a lot of madness happening outside. It really is. <laughs> Because even if we just take a step back, like, okay, social media, how did it start um, from the beginning, its popularity and things like that. Uh-huh. So, oh, in your case, when, when, what was your first experience of social media? Uh, I think it was Facebook. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're giving your AJ away. My, my, <laughs> the, the first experience of social media was I5. Oh no! I think I had high five. Yes, high five. Yeah. <laughs> high five. Yes. Yeah. And that time, high five was like it was. It was good. It was civil. You, mm-hmm. you, you create your profile. You put your picture. It made you meet people all over the world. Because I remember high five. That time I used to talk with people from like years because it was like secondary mm-hmm. school stroke entering university. So yeah. it was just yeah. Just communicating with people in US or oh, I was schooling in US. You it was informative, you met people, people were civil. Mm-hmm. What's your age? What's your location? ASL, what's mm-hmm. it? <laughs> and then there was the time when um instant messaging started getting Yeah, Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, the Yahoo Messenger, the MSN Messenger, mm-hmm. um like us. There were those there was those um technologies. I think the the one I never really hopped on was my space. And my space was really huge, but I just never got on it. Yeah, I think because my space was more for creatives at the time. So people mm, spoke, true. Like YouTube, it was the prerequisite for YouTube. So true. we used to put like videos, songs, but a lot of artists back in the days. Started there. Mm-hmm. My space. So post my space, when I started having 
Which one came first? It was Facebook, right? Yeah, I think Facebook was the first of yeah, all of them. Facebook came first. Everybody had their profile there. And the thing about Facebook, it allowed you to in- integrate like your school, your personal mm-hmm. life. Um, it was they, like the yearbook for it every, was like a living yearbook. <laughs> yeah, and if you watch the film, social media about the Mark Zuckerberg story, mm-hmm. you see where it stems from, like when he went to school and was trying to create um, within his own group a way of communicating. Mm. So, yeah, Facebook. And I, I would say Facebook is the one that has been consistent over time in terms of like yes. adding features because there's everything on there. There's the Facebook Messenger, there are Facebook pages, you can create Facebook pages for your business, there are groups. Mm-hmm. You can have a private yeah. group or a public group. Public groups. Your, yeah. Now, there's Facebook Marketplace also. So. Marketplace as well. Then, mm-hmm. post Facebook, then there was Twitter. Yeah, Twitter was first, and then that came. And Twitter was like the evolution of like text messages because you know that I'm sending text messages and mm-hmm. then they were instead of you want to text abroad, you just have like one platform. You send the fourteen, so it was just there. Everybody was sending messages. Facebook and Twitter too was civil in the beginning. Like it was, but they, now Twitter they, is they, wild. Yeah, in my that time, say, ah, good morning, my Twitter people. Who re- reply you back? Mm-hmm. Tweet farm. <laughs> farm, exactly. Tweet farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, then Instagram came. Instagram was mm. pictures, so you put your pictures. You had mm-hmm. that scroll effect where it just allowed you to scroll. Yeah. And then that's when vanity started to set in. Oh Lord, people, yes. <laughs> people started. It was, it was after they started adding those filters. When you post yes. the picture and then you can change the filters to make you look different. That's where it started from. Yeah, that's where it started from. Um, yeah. And then I think as a whole, oh, we're just reflecting on like my usage of social media and um, what it is now. I think I can pinpoint it to when they started having influencers. I think that's when it just started going yep. in the downward, downward spiral. When, I mean, in the, in the early days, I get, got the concept of influencer. So if you see like an artist, um, an actor, you want to like verify them, you want them to yeah. be like ambassadors within the platform, which made sense. But mm-hmm. instead of seeing people that were creating good content, which in fairness, in the early days, they create good content. And then they started amassing a lot of followers. And yeah. Then, this social media company that realized that ah, these people that are followers, let's give them a special badge and Platform. then yes, they started coining them as influencers and then that's when people started doing the most trying to trend by all means. All means. But now in 2020, when we look back and sit back and think about it, what is an influencer? Who is an influencer? Because now it's just based on the amount of followers that you have. You see certain people that they are not doing anything. They are not influencing anything at all. But then they have that tag of influencer. The moment you cross the 10,000 follower mark, you become an influencer. There are certain people that are influencing more, but because maybe they have only like 500 followers, all of a sudden they are not influencers because they don't have the numbers. So it just begs the question, who is an influencer? 
Yeah, I think it's when they put that verification badge. I think that was another thing there where you you had to get verified and mm-hmm. it just mock it. Yeah, because I think that was that was where they missed it because people now started looking. Like, okay, how can I amass followers? You get mm-hmm. started getting into situation situation where people were buying followers, mm-hmm. like the people that would create multiple accounts and just start following people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get the concepts if, because when you tweet, all your followers see it, right? So brands yeah. will try to jump on it because if you see somebody with 50,000 followers, that's immediately 50,000 impressions for your ad or for your product. So it makes sense. Yeah. Or it was about like what we said, influencers are supposed to be people that are known for one thing. So if it's mm-hmm. that you are known for putting out content, jokes, um, yeah, you can influence that space where people know that, okay, if they want to have a good time, they want to have a good laugh, they go to your page. But now, like I said, people just come just by virtue of the amount of followers they have, mm-hmm. find themselves as influencers. And they will become bragging rights. Like, if you if you comment on someone's post now, they will say, is it with your 20 followers that you have? Like, you see things like that and it's like, when did we become like this? But wait, do influencers get paid that much? Because legend has it that when they were interrogating Osh Puppy was like, oh, he's an influencer. And I'm like, nah, you can't make that kind of money out of an influencer lifestyle. Because, okay, say you have 50,000 followers and I want you to post for me. What, how much do they typically charge? Do you have an idea? Okay, so I remember when I first started podcasting and... I remember my the person I was dating at the time was like, you know, I feel like you should put your content out there more. How about I run an ad for you? So I don't know if you are aware of Instablog Niger. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. So Instablog, he reached out to them to try to see about running an ad on Instablog for me during that period. <laughs> I was like, okay, first of all, Instablog is wild. So no, but we still just reached out just to just for cruise to see how much they charge. They charge about two hundred and fifty thousand. And I think per post. So it depends. I I would check my email because he forwarded me the email that Instablog sent to him. If you want it to be like uh, just something that they post on their IG story is one amount. If you want it to be something they post on Facebook as uh, Facebook as well is another amount. If they apparently they have a blog blog, if you want it to be a blog post is another amount. So it goes up to about 250,000 based on what you want them to post. And I think the maximum, I think that 250000 will just be for like, maybe like, um, what's that thing? Maybe just five days or so. Like, it was ridiculous. It was a lot of money. And I'm like, how do all these people afford this? Um, that's for Instablog. Then I see some other people like this. This guy I follow. And then he will post a screenshot and say, oh, I have, 34,000 people view my story. If you want me to post your stuff on my story, it's $25. So $25 just for 24 hours for people to see your stuff. That's, imagine if 10 people do $25 yeah. in one day. That's $250 in a day. So Not they bad. make money. And, yeah, um, fair, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair play to them. I mean, if you have that amount of followers, um, then fair play to you. But that's what has now led to... Okay, so on social media, you have trends. So a trend mm-hmm. is like when a tweet or a post or a certain phrase has that 
um, many interaction, interaction, and then it begins to trend. So mm -hmm. we've got um, worldwide trends and then trends per location. So they mm -hmm. just look at the amount of tweets and posts that are happening based on your location, and then you can trend or not trend. Mm -hmm. So that's what created also another level of madness within social media where, okay, to get a visibility, you want to trend. So you get mm -hmm. like, impressions, making stories, um, doing the post just to trend. And it's, it just makes you think, I mean, to what level? I mean, mm -hmm. I like the trend because it allows you to know like when stuff is happening. So like, yeah, when things are happening, say there's an attack or something, you, you start to notice it on, on social media, it begins to trend. Mm -hmm. So it gives you an idea that there's something happening. So in that case, it's good. But when somebody goes and say, fix a, a paternity test video, just mm -hmm. trying to, or one doctor comes out to try and make some claims. Like, I it, think the funniest trend that I feel like people did not speak about enough was this Nigerian artist that faked his own death just so that he could promote a new song that he released. Is this Skibi? Yes, Skibi. Uh, <laughs> that was like the stupidest trend in this life. Like, I feel like that guy should have been cancelled for life. But, <laughs> you uh, know. Let's, not, let's not even get into cancel culture. Cancel we'll, we'll culture touch on that. Like that. That's our topic. <laughs> Yeah, but that was like a dumb trend. You know, people well, that say... Yeah, but alpha is... Because like in media, they say, no, um, all publicity is good publicity. So, yeah. I mean, in, in mainstream media, everybody does publicity where just for you, like, if you have a, a new album coming or something, you should do something outrageous mm -hmm. and people say, no publicity as long as people are talking about it. But mm -hmm. alpha, is, alpha is too far... To train like faking your this so yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> and that was a bit much for me, honestly. Mm, yeah. You see, a lot yeah. of people do other things to train. Like, uh, there's one thing I always say in regards to Naira Mali, as you know, I'm a Malian. <laughs> but um, a lot of people say Naira Mali this, Naira Mali that. Have you noticed that Naira Mali has not been in the news because nothing is going on? The next time you hear Naramali in the news, give him a few days, he's releasing a new song. It happens yeah, it all the time up. with him. Yeah, I feel like, up. yeah. Yeah. I just feel like most of all his arrests and everything that he does, the whole tweeting controversial statements and saying dumb stuff, I feel it's just controversy to put his name out there like, yo, remember me, I'm here. And then boom, a song. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Because, I feel like that's his own business strategy. He would I mean, fair, fair play to him because that's where a lot of people consume information now, social media. Mm -hmm. which brings the topic of fake news. So fake yes. news. So now we know that there's a mainstream media. So in the past, when you wanted to hear news, even entertainment news and everything, you, you have to go to mainstream channels. So there are the popular mm -hmm. news channels. There are the, even for entertainment, there are the popular um, entertainment channels that you mm -hmm. go and listen to but now is it is a case that because everybody's on their phone and they're on all the social media platforms everybody just goes to social media for their news and 
is mm-hmm. because of the fact that things can trend. You don't know which is the real news or which is the fake news. Because if I if I want to trend, I, all I just need to do is put an outrageous post out, mm-hmm. get th- three or four people to retweet it to their to their fans, and before you know it, if I'm lucky enough, it just starts to trend. Yeah, I put an hashtag in front of it, and then it trends. Yeah, that is one hundred. That's how it happens, and it's just crazy. Like. Everybody has become paparazzi. Before now, we had the paparazzi, but now everybody is paparazzi. The moment something starts to happen, everybody whips out their phone. They go on live or they just start to record to post it. Now, it had its good sides and its bad sides, but... Yeah, things that would have ordinarily not known. Yes. We are not seeing it. It's Same coming it. to the limelight, yes. But then also, people's private stuff that should not be out there also is being put out there. And things like that, you know, people cannot just randomly say, oh, I'm going to the store or, you know, anything that would just, even now, it's so bad that I remember with um, the last Big Brother Nigeria, the, I don't even know because there have been so many, but the one that had like um, CC, Alex and all of those yeah. people in that one, like you will see where people are having like a private conversation and then one person is recording so that they can put it online so that it trends and then it goes against the next person or, you know, comes for them to be like, oh, well, you know, uh, this person exposed this person and stuff like that. But it has just become a place where nobody is safe. There's something that I always say when I'm texting people, which is why I'm big on if I'm trying to say something important, I would rather give you a call than text you. I always say, I hear screenshots, Lawa. That's we're in a world of screenshots. Everything that you say is being screenshotted and put online. You see people, every small thing, they just post conversations with certain people just so that they can trend, just as gist, generally. And it's just, when did we become this? Yeah, it's all that thing because, like, if you're the one that has the tea, you get the followers, mm-hmm. people, you're, you're the go to guy. So, which now comes to cancel culture. So, where yes. did I even start from? Where you just see somebody and then you just cancel them? Because I know, you know, there's black Twitter and there's normal Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's Niger Twitter too. <laughs> there's Niger Twitter as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, well, I personally believe that um cancel culture started as a way to hold people accountable so if you mess up yo you messed up we're not playing with you fix up and then come back but now it we've become such a weaponized it yes weaponize it and we're a petty generation so it's like oh i don't like this person oh let me just say something and then boom we're canceling people now, cancel culture has not just become something that we used to hold people accountable. It has also become something that we used to bully people. So, mm, yeah. Yes, all in the name of, like, there are certain things. And I think this was an argument that I had with someone. So, I think recently when Adele lost some weight and some people started talking about it, some people said, oh, she looked better when she was bigger blah 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 then i think denola gray mentioned something about um don't speak about someone else's body um they own their own body or whatever it's not your business what someone decides to do with their body now like i said i get screenshots lower people went and screenshotted tweets that he posted when he was in college years ago 
where he was punishing yeah. a few people. Yeah. I think that's what it is that because of the fact that internet never forgets and there's yes. a record of it. Yes. Now, yeah. So now my thing is with things like that, people's mindset change. People like because it happens not to a lot, especially celebrities, especially when you're someone that is yeah. in so the limelight. This you, they recorded and said this you. This you, and I just feel like people's mindsets change. Like before now, there are certain things that I would have said, oh, uh, this is not a bad thing. But as we reinvent ourselves, as we em- empower ourselves mentally, and we learn from one another, we we define and reinvent ourselves. When you've developed yourself to be a newer person, you've developed yourself to become something different. How then do you now se- do you have to constantly separate yourself from? And I feel that's where it comes from with me, where I say be loyal to the version of me that you know and mm-hmm. do not judge me yeah. on my podcast because I feel like I'm I'm a work in progress, so I'm constantly redeveloping myself. So if I think that, you know, um, let me just use for example, if I think that water is best drunk when it's at room temperature today. And then next week, I feel like, no, I think cold water is the best thing. And I come back and then would they now come and say this you that you were going for room temperature water? Not that's not an extreme situation, but, you know, just something as little as that. Or, you know, then let me use his situation. When he was younger, he was ignorant. He did not know. He was body shaming. He came back and then he now at a point where he knows better. He's trying to educate someone else. But then y'all are disuing him. Thankfully, he didn't get cancelled. But I'm sure if it was like some other celebrity, they would have gotten cancelled. So that's the thing. Is cancel culture really working? I know there are some people they've cancelled. So like Akel is cancelled. I mean, it's actually really cancelled. Think about it. People are still singing, I believe I can fly. Like, is Bill Cosby really cancelled? Is Harvey Weinstein really cancelled? We are just talking about their crimes and saying, oh, you messed up and all of that. Let's even use the most recent one, Debanj, with everything that happened with Debanj and yeah. everything. Everybody it was cancelled, it was cancelled, it was cancelled. His endorsements are still flowing. <laughs> everything, but I guess maybe the cancel culture in Nigeria is not on the same level as you would see it in other places. Because, yes, I know um, in our part of the world, if you are cancelled, they pull off endorsements and things like that from you. But in our homeland, they don't do stuff like that. So yeah. I just feel cancel culture, I think in the moment it is used to reprimand people, but it doesn't also, have an effect that is long lasting. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I think also it's also that thing because also within like the social media, especially Twitter, they are mm-hmm. um, their mob mentality. So you yes. have the Titans, you have the whiskey they have seen that they are following a particular brand and there's nothing you can do that you can't, those guys can't do no wrong. Like the Titans can't see every day the trend. There's, there's nothing every day you see Tatcha is, is trending. There's something you just make to trend. So imagine those kind of people just bring up mm-hmm. something against you. It's, it's just a mob mentality where people have just um, come up and said, okay, you know, these guys, can't, these guys can't do no wrong. But yeah, I think just to wrap up, I think how do we now keep ourselves safe in social media? I mean, for me, what I try to do sometimes is I detox. I take one or two days off because sometimes it's just overwhelming. I just, from one trend to the other, people bashing yeah. each other. And, or Also, this social media 
platforms that I think there's more they can do in terms of, I know they'll say free speech, there's a balance between like free speech, but you have to find a way of just balancing it to say mm-hmm. when is when is too much, when is it too much? I mean, yeah. I've seen some tweets, I'm like, really? Somebody tried to Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, what? I just feel like, and I think that's one of the things that they were trying to do, like, just, they should be able to take down certain tweets. Yeah, I, mean, they, I think something. they tried to do this for some of t- Trump's tweets when he was sh- trying to tweet some fake things <laughs> and they, they flagged it. That, yeah. But since then, I've not seen any other exactly. mainstream accounts so, getting something like that. That's another thing. I just feel like they shouldn't be selective about the process. Don't decide that it is just this person because we know this person is talking a whole bunch of junk. Let's do that. Let's do it across the board. Social media is very weird. It's just... I think it's it's a personal thing. You as a person know where you draw the line. Don't get lost in the ocean that is social media because it is a deep ocean. If you get lost in it, you will just swim away and just go. <laughs> so I think it's a personal thing that one should take to oneself. I mean, like you said, is that balance, isn't it? Because yeah. if we are going to be honest, social media is, is an escape. So like even like in the beginning of this corona times, it was social media you go to just to ease off from all the bad news, all the bad news that we're seeing in mainstream media. So yeah, you got all the memes, you got all the trends coming through. Mm-hmm. It's engaging, you get content. There are some brilliant content creators out there. I mean, trends happen that you can just jump on. But yeah, it's just that balance when people like start to do all the nasty things like dragging each other, trying exactly. to catch like, like that. Just having that balance in between to say, okay, where do I draw the line? Yeah. Also, thinking twice before you make you post that. Okay, really exactly. About, is it really necessary and things like that? Uh, because, like you see, it just takes somebody to screenshot that tweet, and in ten years' time, when mm-hmm. turn around for you, that just come and say this you. Yeah, you uh, know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, um, there will be there will definitely be more social media sites coming up. I mean, we're having the TikToks coming, the likes of TikTok. Um, well, TikTok, they are the shutting TikTok down um, in most places. In most places, like I know, yeah. in the military here, they can't use TikTok because they claim that the Chinese are trying to take people's information. So. We'll see how that goes with TikTok, but they've been having this issue with TikTok for a while, but it's still here. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Anyway, it's good chat. Um, good talking. Thanks for having me. It is always fun having Kenny on the show. I enjoyed talking to him and just having that conversation. Sorry, I was eating. I don't know if you guys noticed. <laughs> I was in the middle of eating, but it was such a good conversation. I'm like, no, everybody has to hear it. So, yes, I was eating, then I was eating, I'm making noise in the background, and there was so much going on, but I tried to make it good for you guys. I hope you guys got that audio and it was good enough for you guys to listen. Okay, um, guess what, guys? <laughs> We're about to be two years. Oh my goodness on the 28th of august it will be two years that i've been podcasting i'm so excited for everyone that has been on this journey with me i can't wait so i will put out a bonus episode on that day um 
super excited <laughs> i don't know but yeah i'm excited to just talk about something um that episode will be inspired no let me not tell you guys come back and find out till next time be loyal to the version of me that you know and do not judge me by my podcast Bye bye